This audio is taken from a video where we use Roll20 to play this beta. You can find character sheets as well as other information in that video and watch how we play. We have links in the show notes as well as you can just go to our YouTube page. Welcome to our Sentinel Comics RPG pre-beta playtest. Thanks to Greater Than Games for letting us have fun with this. And as all things that are beta, some things are different and changing as they go on. We just wanted to give people an idea of how the game is played right now. I also want to thank Jean-Marc Giffen and Handelabra Games for letting us use some of this awesome music that you can hear. This is from the digital version, which you really should be playing if you're not. For this game, we included three players that had differing knowledge and background with the game. I'm playing Tachyon. I've played the card game and the RPG before. Tracy is playing Unity, and he's only played the card game before. And our Canadian friend Chris has no knowledge of the card game or the RPG. He read a little bit before, and he purposely picked Legacy. Okay, let's jump right in. Thanks, guys, for helping me out with this. And everyone can select their hero token and move them and accordingly. I can move mine. Good deal. Since we don't have a table to go around and introduce yourself and your character, let's just go the order from top to bottom, starting with Legacy. Starting with Tachyon. Nice oh. try. <laughs> Tachyon. Taylor. I've been told we should do voices, so I don't know how I'm going to do a voice. But if someone wants to do a voice, it would be appreciated by the listeners, apparently. No pressure. <laughs> uh, Tachyon Taylor. She's awesome. And what does Tachyon do as she, a hero? Uh, she's the best at everything. And she's, like, that's pretty much it. She's super okay. fast, and she eats pizza, and she's a speedster, and she's a super scientist. She's an inventor. She has her own lab. She's married. She's happy. She's the best. All right, good deal. Legacy. I'm Legacy, and I don't quite have the honor of being the best, but I have been blessed with certain gifts given to me through my ancestry. I use these to make the world, and especially America, a better place. America. I say that honestly as a Canuck. <laughs> that makes it even better. Oh, God. What about you, Tracy? So I'm playing Unity, and Unity is a tech person. She works for Tachyon, and, you know, frankly, I think Tachyon's just ripping off all of her great ideas. No, they are best and, friends. You know. <laughs> My god. Of course that's what Tachyon says. No, Tachyon <laughs> is great, and Unity and her are best friends. Yeah, they're okay, they're best friends, and they work together, and Unity does a lot of tech stuff, and makes gadgets and things that she uses then to do stuff. Alright, good deal. See, for those of you that can't see their own character sheets at home, let me see if I can get this right. Here is what a typical character sheet looks like in the beta test. I have already seen uh, prototypes for the new character sheets. They're two pages, and they look vaguely like this. Everything's kind of moved around convenience. But you have your max stress... 
stress works like HP, although more like stress in Fate games and similar, in that it's not just your physical health. Also, the amount of stress you might take socially, under pressure, or mental stress from psychic attacks, or just you know anything that's causing you to stress out. It has three different levels, what they call the gyro system, which I guess is actually four now that I think about it. Gyro stands for green, yellow, red, and out, which is nice that if your character is taken out, you still have one thing that you can do per turn. But your powers, also referred to as kickers right now, uh, lets you do different things, kind of enhance your basic rolls. As we've already said, you get to roll three dice for each skill check. You've got your status die, depending on what status you're at. You've got your powers, and you've got your qualities, which are your non-superpowered, but still important uh, skill type things. More on the other stuff as we play. Does anyone have any questions before we start getting into it? One thing I was wondering about the different colors, the red, green, yellow, okay. and the stress. Does our stress have to have dropped into the certain range to use the color? Correct. The, the exception to that is there's also a scene stress bar, um, which sets the minimum. So if you're still in green and the stress drops down to red for the scene, then you can use your yellows. The idea behind this, from what I understand, is that you know superheroes aren't going to go all out you know, every second of the day. There's people that could be endangered by that. You know, you're wearing yourself out. So there's a lot of reasons superheroes, at least, want to kind of contain and control their powers and not freak out about stuff. So you start out max stress in the green. When you drop down to yellow, you can use your yellow or your green. Okay. So those green will never go away, and then if you drop down to red, you can use all three colors. You can, as a rule, want, if you want to use yellow when you're still in the green, you can do so. It just costs you a minor cost, or a major cost if you want to drop from green to red. I could see villains uh, also worrying about stressing out, because if they get to the red, they could do something really cool, but then afterwards they have to monologue. <laughs> there is a uh, Baron Blade one of his abilities basically a cost is uh, he has to monologue if he does you know certain things or inflicts damage enough damage on his nemesis villains actually only have two colors red and green they don't have a yellow middle ground so they're kind of all or nothing uh, if you're familiar with the card game, basically the villains flip after they take so much stress. Now, one of the minor costs here on Unity Sheet, Cocky, more or less sounds like the the hero equivalent of the monologue. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And this is actually your character sheet's probably a little bit different, updated. Uh, since this came out and they've refined the uh, everybody has four to five powers and four to five qualities. So I know she at least has one more power on hers. But the minor costs uh, are things that you can you know, do for your character, the ones that are on your character sheet. 
they're unique to you. There'll also be options for the scene or for the environment or sometimes for the villain as well. Uh, we'll get into more more into that when we start getting into scenes and dice rolls. Anything else on your character sheet doesn't make sense? I'm sure there will be, but not right now. Uh, with Legacy, just looking at its stats, when we do this bank robbery, if, um, say, someone starts shooting at civilians and I jump in front uh -huh. of it like Superman, will I be able to mm -hmm. like deflect it, or will it be more like... Wah! It depends on what you've done beforehand. Uh, Legacy has a principle, which are things you can always use, that he can impose himself. Mm -hmm. If Legacy has taken a defend action beforehand, then yeah, he's prepared and those bullets will probably bounce off of him, mm -hmm. most likely. If he has not defended and it's just kind of a desperate reaction, technically the bullets are bouncing off of you, story-wise, but mechanically you're taking stress because you're freaked out at how these civilians almost got killed. Hmm. Make sense? Fair enough. What's a spotlight moment? Spotlight moments are kind of a genius mechanic, in my opinion. Okay. A spotlight moment is a moment when your character is in the spotlight. If this game were playing out as a comic book, this is, for a spotlight moment, your scene where the entire page is just one picture of you doing something amazing. Ah. Mechanically speaking, you keep track of how many spotlight moments you have in a session and add them up at the end. I mean, usually it's only, you know, one or two. But whoever has the most gets to name the comic book that that session is because it's their comic book. They're the star. Ah. And, of course, if there's a tie, then it's one of those double feature or group comic books. And with comic books... You're actually, through the game, building a comic book collection as your experience. You start with one, and that's the um, first appearance thing you have there under your picture. Um, mm -hmm. That is... You can also check that off to substitute for a minor cost or to max out one of your die. So it's kind of like a fate point or a one-use mm -hmm. type thing. Um, so you want to build your comic book collection. And once you get to six, you get to turn those six in for an upgrade, which obviously we won't get to in the beta test tonight. And that is, you know, star comic books. I mean, really everyone that plays that even, oh, what's the word for it? Guest stars or makes a guest appearance mm -hmm. in your comic book. Uh, they still get to count it as theirs uh, as far as their collection of six. Right. So everybody's still leveling up the same pace, but you know, only the people that star in it get to name it and get to use it later as a check for those special abilities. And obviously there's mechanics built into where you know, if you won the last one, uh, it's harder for you to get the next one to kind of balance so that everybody gets an equal number of star comics. Okay. We start in the city of Megalopolis where the Freedom 5 Tower is located. You guys are members of the Freedom 5, or interns of the Freedom 5, depending on your character. Nothing bad has happened. No calls or crimes have gone out yet. So what are you guys doing? 
or imagine your characters are doing when the call comes. Making some pizza. Okay. For everybody, what what toppings do you guys like? Hmm. Anchovies. Sweet. I like the classic pepperoni. <laughs> God, <laughs> you would. That's awesome. Okay, I've got a half pepperoni, half anchovies. Or do you want pepperoni with the anchovies? Sure. Okay, we're gonna have a full pepperoni, half with anchovies. And and I'm I'm probably tinkering stuff with you know some kind of gadget because that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> some people are so busy and stuff. I'll make them some pizza. We're gonna have a good time. Well, when you find something you love. And uh, legacy, sorry. What are you doing? Well, while they're making pizza, I'm taking a brief moment to call back home. Just make sure everyone knows that. I'm okay, and check up on everyone else, especially my daughter, who I know is going through a rough patch. Nice. You go. Good family man. I'm not All like right. um, the Superman from Superman Returns. I actually care about my kid. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know about your character. So, you've just finished your... Oh, actually... You know what? Let's go ahead and do a round of skill checks because it's I good mean, practice. clearly, good practice there. All right. So we are going to. You've got four basic actions you can take on your turn. There is basically the same actions as fate. You can attack, defend, you can overcome an obstacle, or you can create an advantage. Although, create an advantage is actually called uh, boost or hinder, depending on if you're making a positive or a negative. Since there's no obstacles to overcome, nobody to fight, and no evils to defend against, we're going to do this as a create a boost. And as kind of a side note, I want to let people know, unlike fate, you don't automatically get to defend. You have to set up beforehand that you're going to defend on your turn. Correct. But go ahead. That may or may not be important. It is later. super important. <laughs> he, will, he will take advantage of that. So everybody roll your green status die and then kind of look over your powers and qualities to see what yes. might be appropriate. Vitality is always a good default power if nothing else makes sense. Or alertness if you're, you know, trying to pay attention. I'm giving a pep talk to my daughter, Stone Green. I am alert because I'm paying attention to what she's saying. And nice. I'm gonna use Family Man because that makes sense. Very nice. So that's six, eight, and eight. Family man. Status green and alertness. So wait, are we're oh, what kind of action are we doing? Whatever we said we were doing, that's the one we're doing. Okay. Yes, whatever you said you're doing, but it's a boost. So you're actually creating I guess something there. Yeah, so I am using my ferrokinesis and okay. creativity and Green status die. Yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm using hasty augmentation. Ooh. I'm actually creating a bonus for someone else. So you're creating the gadget for somebody else? Yeah. The one to help me make okay. pizza for everybody? Well, because if uh, 
with the biohack, I have to either remove an equipment or pay a minor cost. Right. You don't have to use either your green abilities for this. You can just take a standard action. But you might actually want to do the hasty augmentation because it does give you a little bit of a bonus. Is the standard action just two dice? No, the standard action is still three dice. You just always keep your mid die, whatever one is in the middle. Okay. Whereas with your hasty augmentation, it would be your max. You select yeah. your character, and then you hit those buttons. So Ferrokinesis 7. Nice. The green status is 6. And creativity. There it is. 3. Ooh. So it's a 7. So you did do uh, your max die for the AC augmentation? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good so deal. I'm making and a pizza. Tachyon, what so I, I made something for Tachyon because, you know, we're besties. And... Nice. It's, it'll help everybody. So for my status, I got a one, but I am using – I'm trying to run around and make sure – I'm doing it fast because I'm tachyon. That's what okay. I do. Uh, speed, and I want to make sure that I – speed, no, agility because I'm doing a lot of things. I don't want to do speed. Agility okay. and acrobatics. All righty. So – Agility and acrobatics. So Ooh. one three seven, so it was a three. Okay. So here's the way the boost actions work. You pick what action it's boosting. Like uh, Legacy was, I guess, boosting uh, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, the mid, if it was a one through three, it's a plus one. 4 through 7, a plus 2. 8 through 11, a plus 3. 12 or higher, it's a plus 4 bonus. I rolled a 1, 6, and a 5. Okay, so you give her a plus 2 bonus. Uh, so that would be considered a good encouragement. Way to go, Dad. Yeah, Legacy. She feels a lot better about herself now. Hopefully you never die and leave her alone. I'm sure she'll be able to handle herself if I die. I trust my family. Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, Unity got a 7, so she made an equipment bonus for Tachyon. A 7 is, is plus 2. Highest, but it's still plus 2. So Tachyon now has a plus 2 for her pizza bonus. She got a 3, but the plus 2 takes it up to a 5. Yes. So instead of an average pizza. She does make a good pizza thanks to the bot's help. Plus two pizza? <laughs> could I yep. by chance, since I'm making the pizza for other people, could that be a mm-hmm. plus one on the other two people in the team who are eating the pizza? Ooh. And not on me. You I'm can, fine with that. You can divide that up that way, yes. Okay. So, we're all happy we got some pizza. Some good pizza. Yeah, some good pizza. We had a pizza robot. It was pretty awesome. You've outdone yourself. All right, so there are three other members of your guys' team. There is uh, Bunker, who's kind of a land-based Iron Man. Absolute Zero, 
who is a man trapped in a suit that can freeze things because his body temperature is very cold. And there is the Wraith, who in, has no powers but has lots of gadgets, grappling hook, throwing things, and sneaks in the shadows. The uh, first two I mentioned are actually out on government business. Their suits are uh, built by government agencies, uh, often maintained by Tachyon and Unity, of course. And the Wraith actually has a base in Crook City, so she is there quite a bit. It is just the three of you at the tower, or... Uh, as far as the superheroes go, there's still a fully staffed kitchen, uh, secretary, a lot of employees you have going for you. You do get a call from the secretary, and we'll move over to that now. Ah, misinformation. You're so helpful. It's nice <laughs> to see you here. You're the best person that we've ever had working here. Ma'am? I don't know why... You would call her misinformation. That seems like an unkind nickname. Her name is Amelia Twain. It says right there, misinformation. Ah, okay. (laughs) She uh, gives us information. She's a miss, and she gives us information, right? Fair enough. She gives us the best information. If she was married, it would be Mrs. Information. Exactly. She's great. I hope she never turns against us. And why would she? She's great. So, uh, she pushes a button to America's Finest Assistant Coffee Mug. Nice. She pushes a button, intercom turns on, and she says, Attention Freedom 5 team. Police have reported a bank robbery in progress. The reports are vague, but it appears that something is hindering the police from acting directly. I know it may be too simple a job for great heroes like yourselves, but the governor has insisted that you be dispatched to handle the situation. I will let you know more details as soon as I can, but in the meantime, please make your way to the First Sentinel Bank of Megalopolis as quickly as possible. Thank you. We'll be there immediately. Yes, you're the best. Hope you're never a villain. All righty. I don't understand why you say some of these things. What? She's great. <laughs> She's so helpful. She is. Why would. And of course, would never be a villain. No, she wouldn't. That's why I said that. She's so Good helpful. Good deal. It's not like she's so you make your way to the system. bank. How are you making your way to the bank? Well, in I can fly. In the fantastic V car. Are we near a bus stop? We're not taking the bus. <laughs> Actually, I can just carry Unity. You're going to carry Unity? Yeah, piggyback ride. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then I will make my way through the air. Alrighty, good deal. What you guys are looking at now, I hope, is the uh, initiative order. Yes. What does the initiative order look like? The initiative track should be a box that says, Gone This Turn. So when you've gone this turn, we will move your token Ooh. into the box. That is, in fact, what I'm looking at. That is what I'm looking awesome. at as well. Since you don't know anything else going on, it's blacked out for some reason. 
we have the scene that will slowly progress each time it's the environment's turn. If it gets to here, bad things happen. You, you don't want to do that. So uh, try and uh, overcome everything before it hits that, please. Can we delay the, uh, that? I don't believe any of you actually have time-stopping delay powers. So, just uh, like you know, movie, do, all, do all the things before it runs out. Unlike that movie, I can't fly around the Earth very, very fast in reverse time. No. Even that if I could stop the Earth, that would be horrendous. That would be preposterous. That would that would be bad writing almost, wouldn't it? I mean, then you would just do it all the time. That's crazy. Probably bad writing but heartfelt. I will agree with that. You guys arrive at... The first Sentinel Bank, there are several police cars outside. They have roadblocked the area around. You know, there's paparazzi, news reporters and such gathered around here and there trying to take pictures, trying to get interviews. Um, there doesn't seem to be any policeman with a megaphone shouting anything. Uh, you're not really sure just from a distance what all is going on. Uh, that would require a more investigative skill check. But you have theoretically arrived on the scene. Cool. What do you think, mm -hmm. Legs? Well, we should see what's going on with the officers. I'll fly down and land before the officers and say, Gentlemen, what's going on? Ah, nice. Go ahead and give me a check. Probably leadership. Let's see. Definitely leadership, definitely America's finest. Okay. No, no, wait, leadership's one of your skills. No, no, what yeah. do I think? So maybe... So definitely okay. leadership and... I mean... Actually, I would say alertness. Okay, alertness, leadership, and green. Here we go. Well, alertness. he does that, Unity, I'll drop you off and make a, my rounds around the building. Okay. Not bad. So I rolled a seven, a one for leadership, and two for status. <laughs> okay. So they are happy to see you, but they are very panicked, and they're really not sure what to do. Oh, somebody give me a police officer's name. O'Connor. O'Connor, yeah. Okay, so O'Connor's there, and he is kind of fumbling with words and say we, 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 we're, we're, not, we're not really sure what, 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 what we're going to do. They've... Uh, they seem to be prepared, prepared for uh, us. And um, well, they 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 they've got people people on the roof. They've got hostages. They've they they they've said they've got bombs wired in the building. We just we don't know what we're gonna do. Well, I look at um... Unity is probably near you. I'm yeah. making a a run around the building to check for basically investigate things. And I look at Tachyon. Right, give me investigate when you're doing that. Okay. And I'll look at Tachyon. We'll need you to disable the bombs. Uh, probably, actually, you probably mean Unity. Unity, sorry. Um, Tachyon, character sheet. So I yeah, can show I, everyone. I can handle bombs. And um, I was looking at this thing on my character sheet that is principle of the Technopath. It says, I always know the state of repair of an item, whether it's something simple like a toaster or an alien orbital defense system. So mm -hmm. I know, for example, the um, state of repair of the surveillance system in the bank. Yes, absolutely. 
and which is the monitors and things seem to be working fine, but you can see a little bit of crackle from the cameras outside and you know the fuse box nearby. Somehow, just through your technopathic connection, you can gather that anything going out of the bank has been cut off. The security system and whatnot inside, probably working just fine, but there's no outside connection to hack in, to look, to communicate. No way to access it from out here. Okay. Okay, so I'm making my run around using my speed and acrobatics Uh so that I don't run into things. So... Uh-huh. Speed, acrobatics, and my green. So one, four, and three. I don't think a three does it, does, right? Well, the good news is you get to see the obvious, and the obvious is that there is a roof. And you can see a couple of guys up there on the roof with walkie-talkies. And very large rifle-looking guns. Cool beans. You do not see any hostages on the roof, and you do not see any explosives on the outside of the building. Makes sense. They're all on the inside. Cool. I assume you're going to share some of that information with your yeah, teammates? Yeah, I make a lap around. It takes like a second or two. I assume by the same time that, you know, Legacy lands, Unity figures out the schematics and how it works he gives that little speech to the officers I come back around and tell them this information so it all happens in like five seconds I'm wondering Unity could you do something to jam their walkie talkies if we can do that then perhaps Tachyon and I can take out the gunmen on the roof before they have a chance to harm anyone or warn the miscreants inside well if we do that they may be warned by not having communications with the outside people and maybe set off the bombs. I'm, af- I'm afraid they may kill the people inside if we start taking them out. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I could try talking to them if you wish. You're pretty good at that. Yeah, what if we tap into their communications? What, yeah, can you get some eyes on the inside, Unity? That's a good yeah. idea. I can't get eyes on the inside because the surveillance system is functioning, but any connection to the outside world from the surveillance system is not functioning. So, what if we'd ha- once if we were inside, I would be able to get information from. You, but out here, I can't. What if you made some kind of bot in the shape of a bee that could go inside and look at stuff? Now, that might be a possibility. A bee bot, perchance. Well, that's going on, perhaps I should draw their attention to make it less obvious that they'll be able to notice anything wrong. We may want to see what they want anyways. Exactly. You're great at talking. Go do your thing. I will walk fearlessly towards the building and draw their attention. Which side are you walking up Uh, to? Probably, obviously they may have saw me fly down and land with the cops, so I'll meander from the... Uh, particular police officers and just walk towards the building from that direction. They'll be heading towards the front of the building. So you're walking towards the doors. You're not flying or anything. No, but I'm walking with purpose. I want them to see me and I want them to talk to me. 
I look determined, but not I'm going to fly in there and beat you all up. Not confrontational. All right, we are going to go ahead and start initiative. And the way the initiative order works in this game is uh, at the start of the game, I pick, or start of the scene, excuse me, I pick who goes first. And after that, whoever's turn it is, the start of your turn, you decide who's going to go after you. Has to be somebody that hasn't gone yet this round. And after everybody's gone around, we start over again with the person that went at the end of the last round picking who starts the next one. Hmm. And in that crossover, you can pick yourself. So if you have the bad guys go last, they may pick themselves to go next and get two turns in a row. I was going to say, I like the key difference between this and Cortex and Cortex Plus, where in that system you choose at the end of your turn. I like this where you choose at the beginning of your turn. Since Legacy is initiating things, we're going to go ahead and say that he is going first. Legacy, who do you want to go after you? Because I want to hear what these um, miscreants have to say, I'll let them go next. Nice. They go next. Okay. I'll move them over here to the on-deck position. And all right, it is your turn. What are you going to do? All right. Well, I walk over. I'm going to use leadership mm-hmm. because I'm being sort of the big uh, recognizable guy. Uh, what I'm doing really is creating a boost for the other two to um, essentially do their thing, but also hopefully get some information out of them as well. So I guess leadership, uh, what would the attribute for that be? Could it be strength because I'm imposing? Vitality? Or yes, vitality? Strength, uh, strength is not just... Physical strength is also strength of presence. Nice. All right, so I'll be using Um, strength, leadership, and the green status. So three, eight, and two. Now, which one becomes the effect die? Uh, Should be the middle one, unless you've got a kicker in your green that changes that. You do have galvanize. Ooh, Uh, galvanize. That's for our attacks. So I I guess it... Even if we don't attack, it's still a good thing. I don't, Joshua, how does that work? When you create a bonus using leadership, it applies to all hero attacks until the next turn. Basically, you can only boost one action, and normally it, a boost goes away after somebody's used it. Mm-hmm. With Galvanize, you're boosting attacks so that everyone, in this case, would get a plus one to all their attack actions until your next turn. So... Would I use that anyways, just in case? Or it's not really like I'm trying to give a bonus to attack, though, this round. Right. If you used it anyways, then they wouldn't actually get a bonus to their create a bot role. All right, then I will not use action. that. So by the mid-die, you mean the uh, the one that rolled in the middle? Correct. That would be the three, be the three. All righty. So you've got a plus one to a bot-making check. Do we still have the plus one from the pizza beforehand on top of that? Uh, yes, because nobody's used that bonus yet. Oh, okay. well, actually, I may save my plus one for later, but I'll give no, you guys the plus one bonus. I'm saying he already he will have one as well. So you gave him a plus one, and my pizza before gave him a plus one as well. Yeah. Cool. All right, so okay. I walk over, um, and I say, gentlemen, you seem to be holding the bank. Would you mind explaining yourselves? Nice. So they will uh, pick 
The bad guys will pick, I'll say Tachyon to go next because she's fast. One of them looks down at you and says, we're here for something and we're going to get it. We won't hurt anybody as long as you don't make any trouble for us. And he is actually going to... His buddy there also kind of pats his gun, his rifle threateningly, as if you know they think shooting Legacy is going to be a good idea. <laughs> I guess it's Tachyon's uh, turn then. Oh my god, well, 53! Um, <laughs> yeah, don't pay attention so much to that total because they're each doing something individually. Ah. Ooh. Okay, so one point of stress has been inflicted by the bad guys on the scene. Legacy takes six points of stress as the uh, guy is obviously not engaging in conversation. But you do know that you do have their attention, so no disadvantages whatsoever on anyone that's going to be trying to do something sneaky here in a bit. Right. And to do the hit points on your character, you just select them and you'll see the the number above it. Mm-hmm. You can just select that again and do, you can do the math, or you Already can just done. do like minus six. Okay, cool. And then that will put your character... He's still within the green, I believe, yep. at that point. Yes. And don't worry, it's very yep. normal for us to get down to, like, five. So. That's okay. <laughs> well, sure, if you're soloing it against Ambuscade. Yeah, that was tough. So, it is Tachyon's turn. You guys don't know what else he did in here, which is fine, or how many there are. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Tachyon, who will be going after you? I want to pick... Unity or the environment? The environment, so that the environment has to pick Unity, so then Unity can start the next round. So Unity can decide who goes first on the next round. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense to me, sure. I want to, with my super speed, collect all of the items that Unity needs to make the best bot or bots, or I want to give Unity as many supplies as she needs. Okay, good deal. So you're creating a boost, and sometimes this is important, sometimes it's not. But anytime time you create a boost, you also get to give it a keyword based on what you're doing. It's firing, cold if you're a frost user. And this particular one will say you're creating an equipment bonus because I believe Unity needs that in order to make yes. a bot. And can I also use my understanding of physics and science to know what best equipment to use. And since I've been friends with her before, basically, I could use those to create this bonus. Um, we're not too stressed out here. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and say you can use the physics. Okay. I think um, some of the other others might be a little more appropriate, but physics and uh, science is fine for now. Yeah, he's going to get a bonus on my quick insight. Physics. Um, science. And my status. Uh, your physics role was great. Yes, and because since I used physics, I get to use my max die. Oh, really? Yes. 
quick insight. Nice. Use your max dice. So that so. is that is a plus three. A plus three equipment bonus. On top of the other plus twos that so Unity will have fun making a bot. Or mini bots. Awesome. So kind of describe that. Give me a little bit of story detail on how um, you're doing this. I'm looking around maybe more with my super senses than my super speed and figuring out you know, mm-hmm. of this area and the items I have access to. And since we've got this plan of making a bot to get some surveillance stuff, maybe I know that the walkie-talkie or the body cams that the officers are using, you know, things around me that not so much mm-hmm. I have to run a half a mile down the road to get it, but I'm using things here to collect some stuff for Unity to use. So I'm taking some things from the officer, uh, apologizing to a citizen and asking if I can use their Walkman, even though they're not Walkman anymore. <laughs> if I could use something, you know, right. just, you know. I, will, I, I quickly sign a picture with an autograph, and then... Um, as payment. I'll give something back later. Thank you very much, citizen. <laughs> Basically, things around here. Alrighty. Good deal. So, you assemble a small pile of things in which to make a bot out of. Some of them completed items, some of them parts of items. So, that'll give Unity a lot to work with. The environment will, of course, pick Unity to go next, because there is no other choice. Nothing personal, Unity. Uh, On the environment's turn, it just automatically inflicts a point of stress on the scene, and it picks one minor cost on its list to activate. So, we will say that paparazzi are taking pictures and looking very carefully at what all the heroes are doing and broadcasting it live so there is a little bit of pressure and exactly mechanically what this does is anytime you use one of your kickers for an ability Mm -hmm. uh, I need to know what the min die is that is the environment's turn the cost has been made it is now unity's turn okay and I've been looking at, you know, the, well, the Unity, minion. Hold on, Unity. Before you go, you have to say who goes after you, do. Oh. I'm going to say Legacy. So I've been looking at this this minion creation stuff, and uh-huh. I see stuff about it, like them attacking or defending or creating a boost or, you know, with Overcome. So yes. if I'm creating a minion to do something... I have to fit it into one of those. Is that That's true? basically going to be its special ability, yes. So you've definitely got, I assume you've got something you're shooting for, but... What I can do is partly dependent on the role. Yes. Whether or not you can get it working properly or whether or not you can use it on something else. Right. Now, the rules are not clear as to whether or not the equipment thing you're destroying still gets to boost your check. I'm going to say it does, because it doesn't make much sense otherwise. Okay. If it was typical, if it was specifically for you creating something. So, you've got a plus three to your check. Um, and then that plus... The other two bonuses, if you want to use them as well. What are you going to roll for your 
are you still creating the minion? Yes, I, I'm using inventions and creativity. And since I'm removing the equipment bonus, that would be the biohack, right? Correct. <laughs> All right, so you got four as your mid die. I believe that's what you use. Yeah. Okay, plus three would put it at a seven. And uh, one thing I'm seeing, um, sorry to interrupt, the okay. inventions on my sheet says it's a D10, not a D8. When I clicked the button, it did a D8. Did it really? Yeah. It did. So I guess roll a D10. Alrighty. Okay, try pushing it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad we got that fixed. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad I was using the bonus. <laughs> All right, so you got a six. So you can use any one of those forms. Um, you can create a swift B-Bot, a floating B-Bot, or a stealth B-Bot. Technically, the B-Bot will still, you know, story-wise, it'll still function the way you wanted it to. It'll be able to go in, and you can use it to look around and stuff, but if it has to do anything with the skill, um, it'll roll its own D8, and those are the things, depending on what you choose, that it can do. What did you get, a uh, 7 or a 6 now? It's 6. six. I'm going to make it swift. Okay. I, I've got to think, if you have two more plus ones, you could make it a, T, you could make it a D10 bot. True. Oh, but then is he stuck with cryo or turret at that option? Yes. Oh. Yeah, see, I'm thinking swift because then it can... Yeah, that's fine. ...do the overcome action. Okay. It's He's a got a D8 bot. swift bot. Okay, so, so, yeah, back to Taylor's question about um, if it's a D10 bot. Can I use any of the previously available skills? Of the previous like way, like, could you make it explosive, for example? Yes, or, or swift, uh, or... Pack bot? Yeah. The rules right now say no, because some of those abilities get ridiculous if you let them become D12 bots. Ah. Imagine that's not going to last in the next round of tests, but for now, yes. Yeah, what we're here to do is to test it as it is, so... So you still have another, you have two bonuses on you for other things. And Legacy, you still have one as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, Your minions get to act at the start of your turn. Okay. Uh, as far as action goes, you can, uh, during your turn, you know, send him in, or her, if it's a girl swift to be bought. Uh, uh, I think it would bot. be in it. Okay. I, I'm it's not, yeah, well, you know, I'm it kind of looks like a bee, but yeah, it's just a robot. Okay. An agender robot. Okay, so you can send it to fly into the building or at some location in the building if you want to. I have a couple of pictures of bots, and either one of them is a bee. So I know <laughs> this looks like a raptor, but I, I, I'll work on that for uh, the next round of testing here in a couple months. So you're sitting on the roof or through one of the windows? Um, I'll send it through a window. Or just, okay, you've got one, two, three, four, five windows down here. Which one do you want to send it through? 
Uh, let's send it through the middle one. The very middle one? We will find out what it sees at the start of your next turn. So, it is Legacy's turn. Legacy, top of the round, who do you want going next? Alright, well, I would like the these guys, the um, bank robbers to go next. Because they'll probably react to what I'm doing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up at the gunman as if I mean business. Mm-hmm. And then I will say, then perhaps you should prove that our non-interference will lead to no harm. Release some of the hostages. Thank you for listening to part one of our Sentinel Comics RPG pre-beta playtest. Thanks to Greater Than Games for letting us do this and showing you guys how the beta is played. And of course with all betas, things will change and be revealed later on, but it's just nice to see how it works out. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You can see how the rest of the story unfolds in parts two and three, maybe four. We'll see how it goes. Also, thanks to Jean-Marc Giffen and Handle Our Games for letting us use the awesome music that you're hearing now and what you've heard before. That's from the digital version, which you definitely should be checking out. In the show notes, you'll find links to both the digital version, Sentinels, Greater Than Games. Also, you can check out the Greater Than Games Kickstarter, which is for the last part of the Sentinels of the Multiverse. There's no more after this. So feel free to check that out. Hope you do, and hope you keep enjoying.